here. Welcome to the Let's Unclutter It podcast, where we will discuss simple solutions for getting different aspects of your home and life organized. I spend most of my free time on Instagram, where you can follow me at Unclutter It, but will occasionally post here when I have the time and energy. So you have an ongoing resource for uncluttering your world. Let's get organized. Okay, this episode is dedicated to all you parents out there with kids who are unorganized. What are you supposed to do about it? I've got some tips for you on how to get your kids to put their things away. is hard work. Am I right? I only have one kid, so I can't even imagine having multiples. One is hard enough. There are no requirements to become a parent, as you know, and no guidebook on really how to do it. Well, okay, there are plenty of books out there on how to raise a kid. You just have to make time to actually read them preferably before you have that said child. Now, before your baby's born, you have to take classes at the hospital and learn how to take care of a newborn and what to do in case of an emergency. And then after your baby's born, you get through the first few months of doctor visits where they check up on your baby and they check up on you to make sure you're handling your new responsibilities, your new life. And they give you education on how to care for a human. And then it just kind of ends abruptly, right? Like It's just up to you to feed them solid foods and teach them how to walk and figure out what the hell you're supposed to do with this mountain of toys that you've now accumulated. I can't help you with the first two. There are books on that. But as a former educator and current mom, I can help with the toy situation and getting your kids a little more organized. Now, some of us are born with the organizing gene. You just know where things go. You know what to do with them. Some people are not, but that's okay because being organized is a learned habit. You can learn how to do it even if you don't really know how. And as you will soon come to find out, if you have kids, your kids will imitate all the good and bad behaviors that they've learned from you. If they see their grown-ups throwing their things in a heap by the door when they come home from work, kids will then assume this is how the home operates. And then they too will throw their bag, and coat, and shoes down on the floor as soon as they walk in from a long day. Now, if you model good organizational skills with some encouragement, your kids will hopefully take notice, practice these habits, and follow suit. We can't blame our children for not picking up their messes when they see us leaving piles of clutter in our wake. My daughter's favorite word of the year, she's nine, is hypocrite. So if I leave my stuff on the table and then I tell her not to leave her things on the table, I am a hypocrite. They see everything you do. 
When your kids see you taking care of your belongings and you explain the reasoning for these rules, so we don't trip over shoes, we can find our jackets quickly when it's time to go, you will instill in them the value of getting organized. This can be learned despite what your kids may have you believe. As parents, we want to help our children be successful and learn how to get ahead in life. Oftentimes, though, children are allowed to get as many toys out as they like. I've seen it in lots of homes. And they just spread toys all over into all the different rooms of the home. There's no distinction about where toys can't go or how many can be out at any given time. So they're everywhere. Sure, sounds like a lot of fun to a kid. And your kid might be having loads of fun, but it's chaos. And then when it's time to clean up, the kids are, understandably, overwhelmed. Most parents, though, don't see it like that. And they argue that, well, if you got it out, you can put it away. But put yourself in that situation. Instead of toys, though, you've gone and scattered all the clothes in your closet Boxes of food from the kitchen, unopened piles of mail from the counter, beauty products from the bathroom, and they're just scattered all around the house. And then someone comes and gives you 10 minutes to clean it all up before dinner. Yowzers. (laughs) I know I wouldn't be able to finish that. And I am an organized person. Your kids can learn to be responsible, but only if you've given them the tools and shown them what's acceptable behavior in your home. Good news though, kids can learn to be organized and put their things away. Instead of letting your kids get out all the toys in the whole world every time they play, enforce or try to enforce how many can be out at one time. We follow the Montessori approach in our own home. And that basically, the short version of it is that if a child wants to play with something, they have a little mat and they can play with it on the mat. But before they get out another thing on the mat, they have to put the first toy or activity away before they can get something else out because there's just simply not enough room for both. So when my daughter gets something out to play and she's done with one activity, a new one can't be started unless the first is put away, usually. And I should say, when she has a play date, there are other kids over, this doesn't work as well. You know, you can't enforce what they're all doing behind closed doors. So this is on a daily basis, and it's just your kids. Now, it's hard to enforce this with multiple kids, but it can be done. As a parent... You just have to remind your children that it's time to finish one project well before bailing and heading on to the next best thing. You do kind of have to keep an eye and an ear out for what they're doing in order to help them put things away and make good decisions while they're young. Model this behavior yourself and spend time making this a habit so your kids won't need constant support and reminders from you when they're older. You might think that your kid is very smart 
they've got it all figured out. But even my nine-year-old still needs reminders on how to behave in the society of our home. You can't just bring toys out and leave them wherever you choose. By choosing to finish one project before starting another, this will hopefully eliminate the toy clutter mountains around your home because not everything will be available all the time. This method is used in preschools and there's a reason why it works. Another idea to keep toys organized is to practice toy rotation. This one's my favorite. Most kids today have too much stuff. And I see that all the time when I'm helping other people organize their homes who have kids. They have more toys than there are days in the year. There's no way they could play with them all. But if you've ever studied a child playing you'll probably notice they often choose the most uncomplicated objects. If you give a kid a present in a box with a fancy bow, after it's unwrapped, the kid usually has the bow on his head and is turning the box into a rocket ship while the toy sits untouched. (laughs) Kids don't need all that stuff. And sooner or later, all that stuff is forgotten about anyway. Another phenomenon I've seen is parents or even grandparents who buy a surplus of toys for the children because they're filling an empty void that was never satisfied when they were children. And I've had this conversation with people before. I never got the Polly Pocket Dream House, so my kid has 10 of them. That's a whole nother topic that probably involves some counseling. But for the toys that you do have in your home, Rotating them will keep your kids from getting overwhelmed and will keep their interest longer. So all you need to do is find a closet or a shelf in your basement, perhaps if you have a storage room or a garage or even just in your kid's closet. Box up half of your kid's toys and put them on a shelf out of sight and then put the other half in an accessible place making sure there's ample room to put the toys that are out away. You need to make sure there's lots of extra space so they're not overwhelmed and it's not hard for the toys to fit where they belong. By only allowing your child to play with a certain number of toys at a time, they will actually discover new ways to play with toys they might not have before when they were overwhelmed. Plus... Obviously, it will be much easier when it comes time to clean up because there will simply just be fewer toys, right? How do you keep your kids motivated to stay organized? Bribery works. Okay, just kidding, but only kind of. (laughs) It's important for your children to have a sense of ownership and to learn how to care for their things now. It's up to you to model that behavior and teach them by showing and helping them put their toys away. When my daughter was younger, we would sing funny cleanup songs or try to beat the clock, a timer task, if you will, putting things away as fast as we could. Something else that we liked to do was I'd prop up my phone and put the time lapse on, the function where you can take a video and everything sped up really quickly. And she loved 
watching us clean up the mess in double time. So that's a thought too. Once your children enter school though, they should be cleaning up their own messes. You did not become a parent to wait on your child hand and foot. And it's actually detrimental to them if you continue to do that when they are able to do it on their own. It's your job to teach them the tools to get organized when they're young so that when they're older, they can do it themselves without your help because they won't be living with you, hopefully, when they're 30 or 40 years old. (laughs) Perhaps no one ever taught you how to get organized, but this is your chance to stop the vicious cycle. You could come up with an incentive system to keep your child motivated. We did that when my daughter was younger, and it really helped. Or you could just tell them they have until a certain amount of time to clean up all the toys on their floor. And if they don't, they are all going to be put into a black garbage bag to be donated to kids who will be respectful of these things. And that only works, though, if you actually put their things into a garbage bag and you actually donate them. You do that once, I promise you, your kids will put their things away from now on. Either way, the most important part of helping your kid get organized is following through. If they see you dropping your things on the floor because you're too tired to put them away, you can't get mad at your kids when they're doing the same thing. Model good behavior for your children and your spouse. This applies to the spouse too. Teach them the tools to get organized. Practice toy rotations so they don't get bored. Give them incentives to keep motivated and help them stay on track. And then follow through. Soon you'll have kids who can take care of their own messes, keep your house organized, and grow up to be functioning members of society that don't expect other adults to clean up their messes. Wouldn't that be a fabulous? All right, let's talk about our timer task for today. My timer task, I have a bag of donations, some things from my own home, and a couple things from random clients that are all in a bag, already in the back of my car, and I have been driving around with this bag for, I don't even know, maybe two weeks. It's been a long time. I'm usually pretty good about emptying my car after each session if I have a carload of stuff, obviously, because I need my car for groceries and carrying things around. But when I just have one bag of stuff, it's not really a priority. But it should be easy because at my daughter's school, there is a bin for a charity organization And all I have to do is just get to school a little bit early so I can get at the front of the pickup line to drop this bag into the donation box. So how am I going to remember to do that? (laughs) Because it's been in my car for so long. When I have a task like that that needs to get done, I will actually set an alarm on my phone. So typically I leave my house at 2.45 to go pick her up. In order to get there a little earlier, though, I'm going to set an alarm on my phone for 
35. And I don't know about you, but I have a an alarm on my phone and I can add a little note to it so I don't forget. Why is this alarm going off? I'm going to write donate bag in car. And that way I'll remember that I need to leave a little early to get rid of that bag in my car. Does that sound familiar? Do you drive around with donations in your car for weeks at a time? Maybe your timer task today could be to gather up a bag of things you no longer want, put them in your car, and take them to a donation place today. Don't be like me and drive around with them for two weeks. (laughs) That's it for this episode. Parents, don't get overwhelmed. Pick one idea from today and try it out. If it doesn't work, try something else. My favorite is toy rotation. So take half of those toys away, hide them somewhere. Your kids will forget about them, I promise. And then just watch and see what happens. They might start playing with toys in a brand new way because they're not overwhelmed. Try it out. See what happens. Good luck getting organized. Thanks for joining me this week on the Let's Unclutter It podcast. Have a fantastic rest of your week and good luck getting organized. Remember, the most important part of getting organized is making the time to do it and actually getting started. Happy organizing.